Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, do you know what? I, I can't, I can't. It's our bonus episode and I can't handle being around amateurs. And, and Amateurs you know what? being me? Yeah, you're an amateur. Right. You're an amateur. <laughs> you're an amateur. An amateur because I don't host a podcast that goes out five, no. times, a, five times a day. <laughs> do you think there's sometimes a problem with overexposure? Do you, do you, do you, do you Are think you familiar you can... with the phrase overexposure? <laughs> yeah. Are you familiar, familiar with um, less is more? Because I'm not. <laughs> Are you familiar with the phrase quality control? Because <laughs> with this podcast, we ain't. Or, we, or just we quality. <laughs> not even control. How many, how many private parts episodes do you think you've now done? I, I think I've probably done only slightly less than you've done. <laughs> but have received uh, a, a much smaller percentage of the earnings. <laughs> You can see from our, my back, I've just sat in front of a white wall like I've been held hostage. And you've got all these like, expensive artworks behind yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got in, my, in, my, uh, in my flat, I have depth, where you, you mm. don't seem to have depth in your flat. No, I'm, f- I'm sat right up against the wall. Yeah. And I can see loads of stuff. I've got me. space. Look. Ah! Ah! It's echoes. Jamie, yeah. demonstrating space there. <laughs> I see you've got a framed photo of David Bowie behind yeah. you. You're a big Bowie fan. Yeah, massive, massive Bowie. <laughs> Bowie or Bowie? I don't even know. <laughs> I've got a huge. I've got a, a, a um. I've got a picture of Bowie. I've got a picture of Madonna, and then I have a picture of um. About to say Marilyn Manson. It's not that. It's a Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> That's who it is. You basically live in the Hard Rock Cafe, don't you? <laughs> Just loads of framed pictures of like rock stars. <laughs> I didn't realise you were such a music fan. <laughs> <laughs> I was in... Um, well, actually, we should probably say hello to all you listeners. Welcome to a bonus episode. It's me and the, the gorgeous Tom Lucy again today. We're actually recording remotely today, which actually I don't like as much anymore. I like being in the studio with you. I don't like it either. I, fi- I, I find it too stressful. I always worry that I'm not recording and... Yeah, I've, I had to interview oh. a few people over Zoom during the lockdown, and it went so. I had to interview the hairy bikers over Zoom. <laughs> Do you know the hairy bikers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to interview them. I've never met them before, and I met them over a Zoom call and had to interview. When them. would you have ever met the hairy well, exactly. bikers? Like, we don't really like, move in the same circles. <laughs> um, but I tried to make a joke over Zoom, and it and 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 it and the the Wi-Fi cut out halfway through the joke. <laughs> So I ended up repeating the joke like four times. And then when they finally heard it properly, they didn't laugh anyway. So I tell you the joke because I think you'd like it. Yeah, go ahead. I said to them, um, have you ever thought about doing a TV show where you travel around Australia? You could call it Hairy Down Under. 
And the the Wi-Fi stopped when I said hairy. So, so it just went, you can call it hairy. And then they were just like, what? And I had to keep saying it, and then it didn't even get a laugh. Technically a very good joke. Quite funny, I like that. Right? Do you think? I think it was very funny. I, um, I was in a... Uh, I was in a taxi, so I, I went to the country on the weekend. Because I was like, hey, look, it's sunny outside. It's going to be... It's a heat wave, everybody. It's yeah. a heat wave. Mm-hmm. Which we love a heat wave in the UK. Which I don't know if we do love a heat wave. We kind of get annoyed when it's too mm. hot. But I, I, I like the weather. Yeah, we kind of fall apart in the heat, don't we? Yeah, we don't know what to do. Anyway, I went to the country for the day. And then on the way back up, I was in a taxi. Because uh, all the trains... I went to Oxford parkway to get a train mm. it's interesting for everyone and the trains have stopped at, <laughs> yeah yeah the trains have stopped at bista so oh, did they yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so i had to get a taxi to london yeah and i got a yeah. taxi to london and uh on the way up there i was with this this cab driver who the whole journey <laughs> tried to sell me his bank secrets <laughs> really I got in the car and he went to me first. He went, are you rich? And I went, what? <laughs> it's the first thing he literally said to me. He went, yeah. are you rich? And I went, oh, what? I don't know. I think what we know the answer because you're getting a cab from Oxford to London. So I think we know that you might be slightly rich. I didn't want to pick you up on it. But when you said I got a cab from Oxford to London, I was thinking, fucking hell, Jamie. And actually, only not only it was expensive, but it cost a hundred quid, which is not that bad. Well, I thought you know, it would be more. The, yeah, and also the rail line from where in the countryside in sort of the Cotswolds to London is the most expensive rail line in London. A single ticket on a Monday morning used to cost a hundred and twenty quid. What? Yeah, it's the most expensive rail line in the country. It's crazy. Oh, that's Kemble to London. It's, it's crazy. Anyway, Did you go to Kemble? Yeah, Kemble. That's where my grandparents live. Hey, come on! Gamble's yeah. great. Yeah, Gamble's lovely, <laughs> delightful. But anyway, got in this cab, and this guy was trying to sell. They're your grandparents as well. Yeah, my grandparents that they live in Gamble, as I was saying. With. But this taxi driver was said, "said Are you rich?" And I went, I went, well, I went, and I went to him. I went to him. Oh well, rich in uh, in like love and relationships, yes. And he went, Nah, just money. And I went, Oh my god, what the hell's going on? <laughs> What do you say when someone says that? If so, I go to you, Rich. What do you say? Uh, <laughs> I don't. What yeah, do you it's say? quite weird. I don't know what you would say. Um, well, I think I think the problem for you is that you're kind of. Um, I'm perceived as wealthy, but I'm yeah, not. You're, you're like you're like famously rich. I mean, even if you aren't as rich as people think you are, you're in Which the pub- not. in the public conscience. You are like you know fa- that's fa- you're famously wealthy. Yeah. But I don't know. He didn't know who I who he had. He hadn't watched things like Bake Off or The Crystal Maze. He hadn't seen any of my big shows. <laughs> the Crystal Maze. <laughs> he hadn't seen them on The Crystal Maze I did with Deborah Meaden. He never saw it. <laughs> what, for what? And he had a load of Banksy prints. He was trying to sell you. He had a load of Banksy prints. He was trying to sell me. Oh were like, they were like 30 grand. I was like, well, I'm not going to buy 30 grand. 30 grand. Uh, he said, oh, they were 200 grand. And I was like, well, what, what when do you... were they 200 grand? Like, typically what happens is I came, someone comes up to you and they offer you like a laptop or like headphones. Not Banksy yeah, prints. Banksy that was print. Yeah. I um, was in a taxi once and uh, the guy um, uh, knew that I was a comedian and he started pitching me. Because you said the Harry Biker for... story. <laughs> Because <laughs> you say sorry, my internet cut out just as so I said that joke as well. <laughs> it, did, <laughs> it did, it did. 
said, you said like on the car on the taxi driver knew I was a comedian. And I went, is that because you told the Harry Bikers yeah, joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told the Harry Bikers <laughs> joke. Um, he, he knew I was a comedian and he immediately started pitching me his idea for a board game. Um, and he said, it, it, apparently he, he thought for some reason that I would have connections with the board game industry. So he started pitching me this board game idea. And then before I left his taxi, he was like, oh, I've got a prototype of it in the boot. So um, because I'm like far too polite and can't say no to anyone, I waited and he got out of the car and got this board game that he'd made out the boot and gave it to me. <laughs> And then I had, it was huge and I didn't have a bag or anything. So I then was just walking around London with holding this prototype of a board game. I didn't have the heart to throw it in a bin because I thought he's given it to me. Yeah, but obviously what you did is you alluded to the fact to this poor tax driver that you had contacts no, in the, I tell you in the why, world of board me, games. He said to me, um, oh, you know that Harry Hill runs a, a, a game that makes board games? Harry Hill runs a company that makes board games, is what he mm. said to me. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. And then he said, do you know Harry Hill? And I said, yeah. And he said, oh, well, I'll give it to you and you can give it to Harry Hill. And I was like, sure, okay, fine, I'll give no, it to you. No, you Harry can't Hill. say sure. You well, can't say I wasn't, sure. I wasn't going to do it, but I didn't want to yes, let exactly. Down. So you stole his board game <laughs> that he had made. <laughs> and you yeah. didn't even give it to Harry Hill. No, I didn't give it to Harry Hill. That's but not a good thing. He's probably I tell still you, waiting. I, I tell you the other thing that I've noticed at the moment about myself is that I'm going to start, I'm going to start today, actually, hence why... You, you commented on my, my drink of choice this morning. But I'm, yeah, I'm going to start... It's 9.30. I mean, I mean if, anyone, if anyone else thinks this is weird, you can let us know, because I think this is the sign of a, a nervous breakdown. It's 9.30am, <laughs> and Jamie's drinking Diet Coke. Now, where I'm from, that is not acceptable behaviour. What, what do you mean in Campbell? They don't drink Diet Coke. They don't Coke drink Diet Coke before at least midday. And even midday is pushing it. What are you talking about? It's the weirdest Coke thing. For breakfast. What, why not? Why not? I mean, why the hell not? Well, you can if you've got no, you know, <laughs> self-esteem. <laughs> you can't drink Diet Coke for breakfast. Someone, someone said to me once that you couldn't eat mints for breakfast, and mints. then I was like, "What? A, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about hash? You drink that? I can. You, you can do that." Someone yeah. said you can't eat a shepherd's pie at breakfast. Of course no, you, you can. You can't eat a shepherd's pie at breakfast. Why not? Because it's a it's a it's an evening or maybe a lunch meal, but it's it's like having a it's like uh having It's not cut- like wearing a black tie for bed. It's not like like what do you It's not uh, like wearing like a suit into your bed. Pe- people are going to agree with me on this, I'm telling you. No no one drinks coke for breakfast. No one's agree. It's just outrageous. Of course they do. Everyone, you've, got lovely, anyway, uh, you've got lovely teeth that you paid a lot of money for. <laughs> Look after them. <laughs> you can't be going around eating candy kittens and drinking coke all the time. You'll be dead in a year, Jamie. I'm worried about you. Dead in a year. <laughs> dead in a year. What's worse? My, my, my fizzy drink addiction or your, your heroin addiction? <laughs> Well, as you'll know about my heroin addiction, I don't do it before midday. And I'm very strict about that. 
<laughs> yes, I when does that... the odd bit of heroin. <laughs> when does that become a thing? And look, I understand that other people are put into it, but you know, if you if you're if like if someone like you and I we go to a party and mm. someone has heroin, when does mm. the point come where you go, Yeah, I'll try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll give I that a go. It's not quite the problem with heroin is it's not and I've, that's the first time I've ever said that sentence. <laughs> But the problem with heroin is um, it's not quite as light-hearted as the other drugs, is it? I mean, all the other drugs you can kind of do at a party and everyone's having a, having a laugh. <laughs> when someone's doing heroin, it tends to not be that funny. So it does change. I find it changes the atmosphere at a house party. <laughs> at someone's 21st birthday. <laughs> Oh, Tom's doing heroin again. You'll be in the corner <laughs> necking Diet Cokes. Anyway, what I was going to say is, is that, hence my drinking habits and things like that, I am going to start a juice cleanse. Start, starting, starting now. Now. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Diet Coke, is that counts just liquid. But I'm going to start a yeah. juice cleanse. It's because kind of a juice, isn't it? Yeah, I, I looked in the mirror, mm. right? And I was just like, I'm a little bit out of shape at the moment. I'm a little bit out of shape. I really? Mean, yeah, a little bit. I, a saw little you, bit. I saw you a few days ago. You didn't look out of shape. Mm, I'm a little bit out of shape at the moment. I think as we get older, we, you have to start to worry more about what you eat and things like that. When, before, I never had to care. I remember when I was I remember 18 years old, someone bet me I couldn't eat 10 Happy Meal burgers, and I did. Really? Did, yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't even... Didn't even. Have, you had, have, you, have you had like a bad diet in your life? yeah. I have a bit of a bad diet. Really? Do you not really think yeah. about what you eat? Well, look, I'm drinking Diet Coke at night. Well, that, no, I know, but then I also, th- I also think, I, I do think of you as quite healthy because I always see you like at the gym at six in the morning. And yeah, I see. I do go to the gym, but I, I eat unhealthy. I eat. Well, I don't eat unhealthy. I don't eat pizza and things like that. But I, I love it. I'll eat a pot of hummus. <laughs> I'll eat a pot. <laughs> Is that bad? Well, I don't know. It's not that bad, but I'll eat a pot I of once it. went to watch uh, Arsenal. I went to the football and I sat next to a man who was eating a pot of hummus with his finger and I had to leave God. it. I had to leave at half time. <laughs> it was the most gross. disgusting thing I've ever seen. And it stank. And he was just had a pot of hummus and he was just scooping it out with his finger and had oh. the whole pot and I had to leave. I had to go. <laughs> I was like, I can't fucking sit next to a man eating a pot of hummus. <laughs> it's with horrible with that finger with his finger oh my god i saw um who's our our co- comedian friend adam hess yeah i saw adam hess write something once because i'm a big fan of tamra Slater, and he wrote something on his <laughs> social media he said i went to the supermarket and i asked the person working there um uh, I asked the person working there if they had any Tamra Slater, and he said back to me, is that that fishy yogurt thing? <laughs> and then I didn't want it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> fishy yogurt. It sort of takes the, takes the allure out of it a bit, doesn't it? I know. It's true, it's like fishy yogurt. Uh- this Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
Uh, okay, hello all you private partners. Welcome to a bonus episode, obviously with Tom Lucy here. Hopefully this is cheering up your Wednesday or your Thursday or your Friday, whatever day you're listening to, and it's sunny outside. Tom, we have some emails through and some reviews, don't we? We do. We have some uh, emails and some reviews, which I will read out now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, uh, we had a good response to the, uh, the, the, the throwing up on the plane story last week, if you remember that. Oh, they like and they. We liked the um, people love the chicken of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> they like that one. Did they, they like, like chicken the ch- of the sea? Yeah, they like chicken of the sea. Chicken of the okay. sea was good. Okay, here we go. Um, this is from Katie. Yeah. Hello, Katie. Hello, Katie. Is it from Katie? Yeah, maybe from. No, Katie. it's not from Katie. Sorry. Who's it from? I was reading something else. Right. A different email. What are you reading? I was reading a different email from a woman, Katie. Katie. <laughs> I just got a bit confused, sorry. Um, I almost read out an email from my management on the podcast. <laughs> Hi, Tom. We've sold no tickets in hell. Sorry, that's not for this. Sorry. That's from my agent. Hi, Jamie and Tom. Not sure if you're done with airport stories. Oh, my God. It's another airport story. Love that. But just in case, you might enjoy this one. I was flying home to visit my parents who live abroad, and the day before the flight, I decided I was sensible and mature enough to go to a party and not get obliterated. I was not. The next morning, with my flight just hours away, I was being sick over and over again in the toilet. (laughs) The listeners of this podcast are really, really good, aren't they? Um... Regret was kicking in. On the car on the way to the airport, miraculously, I managed to hold it in. But as soon as we pulled up at Terminal 5, I jumped out and was sick all over the trolleys. The poor attendant had carefully lined up. (laughs) All all over the trolleys? All over the trolleys. (laughs) You can imagine that... It's also quite far to run, like, to the trolleys. (laughs) Nice families getting excited for their holidays. Someone's puking on the trolleys. up on the trolleys. (laughs) <laughs> apparently the attendant looked at you looked at her while she was throwing up with shock mm-hmm. and horror i mouthed i'm sorry <laughs> mouth when you say it why do you mouth it <laughs> i was flying with my brother and it was our tradition to have a wagamama breakfast <laughs> fucking what that's my type of person what that is my type fucking of breakfast <laughs> That's my type of person Diet right now. Coke and a wagon bomber for breakfast. <laughs> sort yourself out. Um, I knew I couldn't eat a thing. Instead, I opted for a safe glass of water. After one sip, I knew I had made a mistake. Where are the toilets? I screamed at a waiter. <laughs> <laughs> so rude as well. <laughs> I mouthed at a waiter. <laughs> but for some reason, in airports, restaurants don't have toilets. I have noticed this. You just have to use one of the many scattered all over the terminal. Picture this. I'm running through the airport, (laughs) desperately trying to make it. I did not. Vomit exploded from me in the middle of the terminal, splashing the headphone rack outside Dixon's. (laughs) Christ. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. just, headphone like, rack just a, outside dicks an insane person running around Heathrow Airport throwing yeah. up everywhere also anyone running in an airport is scary in general you don't yeah, like you don't want to see running in an airport <laughs> you don't want to see running in an airport the bizarre thing no one reacted <laughs> it was like it hadn't happened what could I do but shamefully turn around and walk back to my table think my story is over question mark you'd be wrong <laughs> Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, (laughs) shame on me. I went back for a second sip. This time, I made it as far as WH Smith's, and the newspapers took a splashing. I've never flown hungover again. Lesson learned. Apologies for length, hopefully makes you laugh. It did make us laugh. Oh my Uh, god. Who's that from? It doesn't have a name on it. Um, Okay, maybe anonymous. Probably probably for for the... Seeing what the story's like, they probably want to keep it anonymous. I've got a story for you, just quickly. Um, I did the Chris and Rosie Ramsey show. I did the pilot for their their new show, which is coming out. We had a great time. Um, And they told me a story on it that they read out. So I hope I'm not stealing it from their one, but they told me and it was on the pilot. So I'm going to repeat it because it was very funny. There was a married couple, and she, the the wife wrote in, she had a very bad stomach always. Anyway, she ran to the bathroom because she felt very her stomach was just awful yeah it was terrible anyway she got up and she could feel something dangling from her from her butt oh my god and she she was like oh my god it's a worm there's a worm coming out my butt so she screamed for her husband help help come quickly come and get this worm from my butt get this worm from my butt anyway um the husband was then like said I, I can't see one. She said yes, yes. There's a worm. There's a worm. Oh and he God. said it's not a worm. It's not a worm. He said what is it then? <laughs> and it was, it was, it was the string from the roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> that she had eaten. <laughs> oh, that's <is> so disgusting. <laughs> Would you rather watch someone eat hummus with their finger or pull out a piece of string? <laughs> That's absolutely <laughs> fucking vile. Oh, we've got the story, by the way, we've heard is from Alex. So thank you so much, Alex, for that. Thank you, Alex. Um, Tom, do we have any reviews or any more stories? We do have. We, we've got one more story. Do you want the, the second okay, story? Okay, yeah, let's go for it. Let's go for it. Okay, this one is from Katie. Okay. That's where I was getting confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easily done. It's easily done. Hi, easily Jamie done. and Tom. Hope you're both well. We are well, thank you, Katie. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you for asking. Alex didn't even ask. So thank you, Katie. I absolutely love listening to your podcast. You always succeed at making me laugh to myself as I walk down the road and making me look like a weirdo. <laughs> laughing to yourself is the best. <laughs> yeah. Particularly if, if you don't have headphones in, you're just laughing. <laughs> like this. <laughs> That's laughing to myself. Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? (laughs) Whenever I listen to your podcast, I have a mental flashback to sitting in the Clapham Grand with a naked Jamie running through the audience. Yeah, come on. I remember that. I was there too. Yeah, you were there too. Yeah. I'd actually like to take this time to thank you both. As a result of your live podcast, I Instagram storied a semi-naked Jamie on stage. This then provided the perfect opportunity for my now boyfriend to slide into my DMs. What? What? He'd fancied me for years, but I'd had a boyfriend, so a recent breakup and apparently a nude Jamie Lang was the perfect time to reply to my story, sparking up conversation and him eventually suggesting a date. Love this. 
Love this. We now live together and are looking to buy a house. So without you, I love knowing, this. You guys are matchmakers. Well done. I love that. Listen, Katie, uh, uh, you probably don't know this. If you, if you listen to the podcast, you will. Uh, we have also matched, maked a uh, another couple uh, <laughs> in the uh, in the. This the net in the in the form of my co-host. This is true. Yeah, this, this is, is true. true. This is You're true. Actually, you... you are actually a bit of a, a matchmaker, aren't you? Wait, so explain the story quickly, Tom. Go on. Well, I was I I came on the podcast in in the middle of lockdown, didn't I? Sort of. Yeah. Se- September. You came on it before that. You were before that. Oh yeah, no, but this was but the time that this story happened was in sort of mm. September October, <clears> and um, and I had someone <laughs> slide into my DMs. Yeah. Uh, to say they had enjoyed the podcast, and uh, we ended up going out for a drink. <laughs> this makes yeah. it sound like I just go for drinks with everybody who DMs <laughs> yeah, yeah. me. So if you slide into Lucy's <laughs> Not Instagram, Not you're true. he's up for a drink. <laughs> Not true. Um, and 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 we're and we're now together. Yeah, yeah. So, the, you know, so that's you... two relationships that have started through private parts. Yeah, and you're now living together. Um, in a, sort of, yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Look at that. So there you go. So Katie, uh, and she's actually said her boyfriend's <laughs> name is Dom. Katie and yes. Dom. Uh, Katie may, and Dom. May, maybe we should meet up and, and talk about how private parts <laughs> brought us together. What? Yeah, Katie and Dom, if you want to have a drink with us, uh, yeah. I'll just, I'll fifth wheel, whatever it is. I'll maybe we should along. get Jamie to do... Uh, Matchmaking. Would, would, would you ever like... Um, Make yourself what's the word where you, where, you, where you're able yeah. to like marry people? Um, what ordained? Yeah, not not ordained. I don't want you to become a priest. Yeah, but you you do. You have to get a license to do it. Maybe I get a license, and then anyone who gets married via private parts. Well, I'm just thinking editing. anyone who gets together because of private parts. Maybe you could prompt make a promise that you'll you'll go to their wedding and you'll marry them. That's true. To all you listeners, I'm going to make that promise right now. To all you listeners out there. Anyone who's listening, if any of you have ever got into a relationship, slid into someone's DMs, uh, got into a uh, boyfriend or girlfriend, anything to do with private parts, we will, well, I will, 100% turn up to the wedding or send a massive uh, video or do something to help the wedding. Anyone yeah. who's connected, no, 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 no. Hang on, we, 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 we've said okay. you're going to go to the wedding. Okay, We're not I'll go to the wedding. And you're I'll gonna go m- to the wedding. <laughs> I'll be there at the wedding. I'll be there at the wedding. Okay, so shout out wait. to Dom. It says, um, if Dom you happen to read this out on the, if you, if you happen to read this out, please be sure to shout out my boyfriend Dom, and also tell him to chug a pint, because if this makes it, his uni friends will be sure to put him on the gulag. Was <laughs> what? Oh my god! <laughs> this is getting All darker right. and darker. <laughs> it says, essentially, they get kicked out of their WhatsApp group for being wet and put into a new WhatsApp group for the wetties. Google the gulag. <laughs> Lame, I know, but boys are strange. Um, the, the Russian, the Russian concentration camp, the yeah. gulag. Is so Dom, as we speak, is probably being moved into a gulag. <laughs> well um, done, Dom. Chug a pint, well Dom. Done, guys. You fucking, you fucking, <laughs> you fucking loser. Yeah, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dom. <laughs> I know, so Oi, I boys, boys, how much do you hate Dom? Me Dom's <laughs> friends sound lovely, Katie So well done for getting into such a nice group uh, Do we have any reviews, um, Mr Lucy? We do have some reviews Do you have reviews, any Amazon yeah. reviews at all? We've got some lovely reviews um, <laughs> Okay Here we go This review is from, can I say the name? Yeah Ryan Gerdes Okay, Ryan Hi, okay. Ryan and yeah. it seems like Ryan Gerd has bought some shorts 
And yeah. he has said, the subject is split at the crotch. Yeah. What's the rating? One. One star. <laughs> and One he bought star. them in a size large. He bought shorts from Amazon. That's in a... <laughs> he says, I was wearing these shorts around the house when a few friends stopped by. <laughs> very, very normal situation. <laughs> You're wearing some shorts and some friends come around. We were all watching TV when I reached at a weird angle for the remote. The crotch seam pulled apart and my scrotum came spilling out in front of my friends. This was pretty embarrassing. Photo not attached. Spilling out as well is horrible. 108 people found this helpful. Any other reviews? Okay. This one... uh, This one has a five-star review with the subject, Good Lube. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and it says, it's lube, not much more to say, dot, dot, dot. Sometimes I like covering my body in it and pretend to be a slug while sliding around in the bathroom. That's the end of that one. Uh, and the last one? The last one, um, another five-star review. Mm-hmm. And it starts, these are some great condoms, right? But I'm just here to give you some life advice. I bought these back when I was in a relationship with someone way out of my league. I figured, after how long we had been together, I should just start buying protection in bulk, right? <laughs> I guess Lou roll. <laughs> you buy your condoms at Costco. Like 200. So I bought 60 condoms and we keep getting it on for a while until she dumps me. <laughs> now I have a drawer by my bed full of completely superfluous 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 <laughs> condoms they sit there mocking me as I drunkenly cradle myself to sleep cold and alone in my pathetic excuse of an apartment great product though 10 out of 10 that was a great one I like that I like that hey to all you private parties out there um, remember my deal if you have got engaged or in a relationship or whatever let us know um, via our email contact at privatepartspodcast.com it would be nice to know how many people have got together through this podcast Mm. because i would have thought actually probably quite a few have yeah and you can also remain anonymous so don't worry if you want to be anonymous also slide into our dms and send us a note a story a review anything at all we'd love to hear from you absolutely we'd love to slide into my dms and i'll probably go for a drink with you (laughs) yeah slide into tom's at tom lucy um tom comedy lucy i won't do that is it comedy? <laughs> I suddenly panicked there. I know you did. But um, yeah, so do that and sign into our DMs at Private Podcast because we'd love to hear stories. As always, you can remain anonymous. Also, we'd love to hear about the unsung heroes, the charities, the communities, the individuals who are worth shouting about. Anyone that you think deserves a recognition. We would love to hear them um, because we would love to put it into the pot of people we give some cash to. So let us know about that. Get in contact. We adore you. Until next Friday. We're we're on episode this Friday. Do you know who's out this Friday? I do. I think it's it, it's Cam. Yeah. And it's Emily from Too Hot to Handle. Yeah. You got a, got a week of you and I, buddy boy. You know what's annoying about that is that there's a big story in the Daily Mail today. I know. And, that, and they told that story on our podcast. I we know. Could, we could have got that exclusive. We could have got that exclusive. Yeah. We'll get another exclusive, so don't worry. Yeah. Really annoying. It is annoying, isn't it? They told yeah. that exact story on private. I parts. know. Anyway, we'll get an exclusive. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, have a lovely day, and we'll see you on Friday. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>